Oh, Steve and Larson! Don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> Hey, friend Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, uh, live, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. A uh, uh, couple notes here. We are going to be live over on the YouTube for our full gear, all Elite Wrestling's full gear, uh, 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 pay-per-view for our live reaction. So you can check that out. And then after that, immediately following that, we come over here to the Twitch uh, to do our recap of that. So hopefully tomorrow night you'll uh, join us for that. Uh, and then also next week is Pledge Week here at Going In Raw. If you've ever been curious to what it's like to be a Friendo Club TV member to enjoy all the bonus content, the Steve notes, uh, asking questions uh, for our recaps, well, you can find out next week free, completely free of charge, right here going in raw. Uh, uh, so it's going to be pledge week for that. Also next week, very exciting today. Big shout out and thanks to the good brothers, Carl, oh, Carl and Machine Gun, Carl Anderson, Doc, Doc Gallows and Rocky Romero. Man, that was great. Uh, for uh, an interview today. I think we're going to get back. We got to get back on that interview train, Larson. We do. I thought it was, I thought it was uh, pretty awesome. I mean, uh, who would have thought preparation is everything? Yeah, the interview went really well because we prepared for it. Yep. So that was great. Um, and, uh, yeah, they got Talking Shop of Mania 2 coming up uh, next Friday, the 13th like of fun. November. Uh, should be a blast. The interview was a blast. Uh, that's going to be going live next Wednesday, most likely yes. uh, in the lead up to it. Uh, we're going to be dropping some clips of that particular interview, though. So uh, that should be a lot of fun. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, Smackdown tonight. Uh, I don't know what the what what do you think the lead is on uh, the What's episode? What's been the deal like the last two weeks? Like there's been some decent shows, but no, no hooks. Like these shows are decent. They advance stories, but they're they're lacking hooks. Like SmackDown, decent enough tonight. What's the hook? Um, Sasha and Bailey are done for now. That's for now. The case. Uh, I mean, and Carmella came back, which was pretty cool. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I I know what you're talking about. I see what you're saying. Uh, I don't know. Okay, just as a fan, what was the biggest, the, the coolest thing that you saw happen tonight? I guess. Uh, Rey Mysterio wrestling Yeezys. <laughs> it's gotta be gotta be something better than that. <laughs> uh, I popped. Hey, I'll be honest with you. I totally popped for Baron Corbin winning that match. I've never popped for a for a end of days that hard in a, in a, in a while. Yeah, the end of days is all him too. Yeah, he had to muscle him up there. Yeah, that was some time in there, but it, it uh, looked it looks fine. Um, looked like a flatliner, but I, I like the flatliner. Flatliner is a cool move. Um, yeah, no, no. It, 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 it seems to be this 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 thing going on. Like same with the Raw. Raw was a decent enough show, if I remember correctly. It's kind of missing. Yeah, the hook. no, no. You're right. I mean, here's the thing. I guess it's the kind of thing where 
We're in a weird spot where we're a month away from Survivor Series. Uh, not, I mean, look, bottom line is not every show can have. And here's the thing about this build of Survivor Series. If what I read is correct, they're not going to have any brand-to-brand -brand crossover because I don't want to worry about COVID issues. We're not even going to get that. We're not going to get that moment where the whole, where there's like people throwing down. Oh, 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 Brand-to-brand. Yeah. Brand. No yeah. invasion, essentially, you know? I don't know. Here's the thing. With the way the rosters are, I'm not sure they can, like, beat what they did. I mean, yeah, it's always a cool moment, I guess. It is always a It cool is, moment. but, like, half the teams, I feel like, are going to be were, were just from the opposite brand. Like, Kevin Owens, he was just on Raw. Yeah, no, yeah he's literally wearing, like, a very red-branded yeah. outfit tonight as well. You know, Braun Strowman and, and AJ were just on SmackDown. So Okay, so we can talk about that briefly. You're right. There, there's no hook. Uh, look, Sasha and Bailey had a really good match. Another really good match. And, yeah, you're right. That is probably over for the time being. That seemed fairly definitive. Let's just start with that because Fair I think enough. that, look, they're a draw. They're going to make for a good thumbnail. Carmella's back. Maybe I'll put her on the thumbnail. I don't know. Um, Sasha and Bailey did have a, Sasha a, and Bailey done. Carmella next. They're, hey, perfect. There you go. That's that's. I'll see if I can you remember split that screen. One. There you go. I'll do the split screen thing. Um, they had a really good match. A mm -hmm. uh, uh, clean finish for Sasha Banks in oh, probably yes. around 20 minutes or so, I would that say. That's about right. Maybe a little probably. bit Probably. Um, they did seem to go as far in terms of being all out with stuff because, like, there wasn't a lot of, like, inside the ring wrestling. They seemed to really want to do a lot on the apron for one thing, some really cool spots there and a lot of spots where they'd go up to the top. It was a very, very creative match. And I wonder, yeah. it, it feels like they had a lot of stuff maybe planned for uh, hell in a cell. And they decided to uh, uh, put, you know, they, maybe it was like the leftover bits of really this, cool stuff. This was their abdesiac to hell in the cells. Kid a. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, no, that's exactly what it felt. That's a good analogy right there. Um, so uh, it's a very nerdy analogy. <laughs> No, that's great, man. I love it. Um, that's good. I don't know, but you like Amnesiac more than Kid A. That's not true. I don't necessarily like it more. I swear you've told me that before. No, no I don't necessarily like it oh, more. Oh, no, no, no. I, you like Kid A more than uh, OK Computer. Depending on the day, yeah. Depending on the day. Um, depends on my mood. Yeah, but no, it feels like, yeah, it feels like a side A, side B of uh, like Abbey Road or something. Um, so, uh, where does Bailey go from here? We know where Sasha Banks is going because Carmella made her uh, re-debut. Um, yeah, gave and her gave, super kick in the X Factor. And the X Factor. Love the X Factor, man. I wrote that down in the Steve notes, too. Same. I wrote where does Bailey notes. go from here? Is she going to be leading a Team SmackDown? We got to go back to remember when Bailey was, was like super angsty and sad? Yeah, sure. We're going to go back to that. Okay. All right. She's going to walk around with her head down. Like and a they're gonna, George, they're gonna, George Michael Bluth. They're gonna be like, uh, they're gonna be like, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bailey. What's wrong with you? Everything. Uh, <laughs> no, she's gonna say, "Ding dong, hello, I'm sad." Mm -hmm. Yeah, everything. Everything. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, that seems to be the state of things because this seemed fairly definitive. Maybe, maybe they'll try to milk it for another match because it's entirely possible that Bailey will will interfere. In Sasha's bout against Oscar Survivor Series, maybe cost her that match, or they might just move on from it. I don't know. Something tells me. I mean, it's a matter of expectations, I'm sure, because given how well that story was going, 
and how much it seemed like they were really taking their time with it, some sort of blow-off was destined for WrestleMania. And that's still possible, entirely possible. Yeah, I dude, I, I think they're gonna be that's gonna be the match for me because so. of the rumble. I think Bailey's the instant favorite to win the rumble. I think so. Now. Yeah. But just given how definitive things were tonight, it definitely felt like done for now. Yeah, yeah. But for if sure. it, even if the situation where Bailey interferes at Survivor Series, they have another match at TLC, some crazy TLC type match, and Sasha wins that, then that's it. Yeah, I I would be kind of surprised. It, it wouldn't shock me if they gave Carmella a beefy run against Sasha. I I, I think that Sasha is going to have a run until WrestleMania, like positively. Yeah. Um. There's the there's also the possibility that between look, let's be honest, Sasha Banks works best as a bad guy. She's mm-hmm. the boss. She's always been best as a bad guy. Yeah. I think it'd be terrific, terrific if between now and the Rumble, she flips. Double and turn. You know what would be rad? You know what would be really face. cool? What? Is if good guy Bailey showed up. The old school Bailey showed up for the, I don't know, would that be weird now? That'd be weird no, that's now. That's what you it? do. You have you have heel Bailey show up early in the Rumble, get eliminated. I was gonna say that, yeah. And then yeah. have wacky wavy inflatable tube men Bailey show up towards the end of win. You can do that in the rumble. You can totally do that in the rumble. Um I don't know if that Bailey just seemed would be, seem really like a step back into territory that honestly creative on main roster never really handled all that great. And maybe now that they have more of a creative freedom, but it just feels like Bailey's kind of grown up at this point and that character is I know. But here's the thing. What if they do that story where she goes back to that, but it's all she's only going back to it, not because it feels like it's the thing to do. It's a comfort level. This now isn't working, so I'm going to go back to what used to work for me. And it's like yeah, purposely yeah. a bad fit, you know, mm-hmm. where there's a juxtaposition of, of 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 that character, which is so not her anymore, mm-hmm. but she's doing it because it's like a warm blanket, you know? They could do that, or they could they could give us kind of an amalgam of that like visually she does that but she still you know she acts like she's she's smartened up a little bit and she doesn't come off as so naive and and sort mm-hmm. of goofy as she did back then mm-hmm. because the layers to her character now are far more interesting oh, than yeah. than oh, they yeah. ever have been on main roster oh yeah um so yeah, I mean, obviously the the wacky wavy guys. I don't know if they're ever going to come back. I don't know if I'd ever want them to come back. Maybe as sort of a tongue in cheek. Hey, this is to let people know that that I've turned over a new leaf. Um, but uh, but I could see maybe there being another turn uh, between you know g- going from the rumble into mania because Bailey has got to be the favorite unless Charlotte comes back to win the rumble to challenge Oscar. I mean, you can write either story either way. It doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. They both mm-hmm. write themselves. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, but yeah, Carmella. Hopefully, they gave her a really good. I mean, right now, <clears throat> the, I think the idea is going to be starting with tonight, proving that Sasha Banks she can have title challenges and she can win them decisively. Yeah. yeah. Um. And uh, that's what we got tonight. Um. And that's what we're going to get at least until WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's good stuff. Anyways, let's just go ahead and kick this thing yeah, off. Yeah, let's get right into it because because uh, Sasha Bailey opened up the show. 
mm-hmm. um, and put on another awesome match before the match mm-hmm. began. Bailey had an interview back in gorilla position, more or less said, hey, we all know Sasha can't defend her title. Match will end uh, with Sasha in the middle of the ring, uh, crippled by her own failure. Not just defeated, but she defeated because she's just so scared of failing. Mm-hmm, but with mm-hmm. Sasha, like in the ring, you can tell it's like it's it, it's it's renewed confidence. She's not carrying herself with doubt. Um, so uh, I mean, we kind of both assume that Sasha's going this match anyways, going into it. Uh, but she kind of had win entrance as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still really good. They did enough to make you think that Bailey had a chance. Um, that back it was a backstabber into the Bailey to belly. Yeah, that was great. And then followed by the elbow drop. Yeah. That, that was and then really she, good. She put Sasha in a bank statement. That was mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, so the finish saw both of them on the apron. Bailey charged Sasha. Sasha evades, so uh, Bailey just eats ring post. Yeah. Um, back in the ring, Sasha threw the boot, backstab her bank statement, and she even kind of tucked Bailey's arm uh, like under her leg too, um, so she couldn't reach out for the rope. Bailey mm-hmm. taps. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Really Bailey fun. A lot tri- of meteoras, a lot of meteoras and knees from Sasha. Oh, dude, Sasha Banks loves the meteora like so much. They, they let her do that so much these days. Uh, Bailey at one point tried to use the kendo stick, tried to use the her her good old chair, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but it didn't work. Yeah. Um, after that, so Sasha is uh, celebrating. Of course, whenever a champion uh, wins a match, or anybody wins a match, a good guy, and they're backing their way up the ramp not paying attention and the camera just continues to to stay with them it's inevitable that somebody attacks him in this case it was carmella uh, very red branded uh, except for the hair which was a, a platinum blonde mm-hmm. um i didn't catch uh, did you did you peep what shoes she had on i don't think they were jordans you don't think so that would fit the whole ensemble trying, what's that that would fit the ensemble currently well, I didn't know if they were like just super red Jordans because they did look like they were sneakers of some sort. They didn't oh, look okay. like I'll wrestling check boots. Um, sometimes you have an eye for it. Uh, so it all happened yeah, so quick, and they didn't really do a long shot after the super kick. I don't believe. Yeah. So so, uh, so yeah, rebooted Carmella attacks Sasha. She goes up the stage. Uh, Carmella gives her a super kick, hits the X Factor Dealing on the, the title. I think. Uh, so yeah, that was good stuff. Then she stands tall. I wonder if it's weird standing tall like that because it's a very soak in the crowd moment. Mm-hmm. And Carmella kind of had on her face like, "There's nobody here for me to." Yeah, no I mean, crowd. She, she did it fine, but sometimes you can't hide that odd look when there's no crowd there. Um, so, anyways, yeah, after that, hold on, I'm looking at Carmella's shoes. They are some kind of tennis shoes, maybe, but I can't tell what they are. It's uh, just red. After that, yeah, they were super. They were like, yeah, they were super red. Um, after that, I really like the Jey Uso stuff in this episode of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of disagree. Some of our our, our friendo YouTubers, I think Louis Dangor mentioned that he really he really thinks that Jey Uso uh, commingling with some of the top names, getting a win over Daniel Bryan last uh, week, really made him look like a top guy. I, as long as he's fetching coffee for Roman Reigns. <laughs> He ain't gonna come off as a top. Well, it's guy interesting. It's interesting because it's it's like in the ring he can re- well, especially Daniel Bryan. That match, that match, I did. Dis- I don't disagree with what Louis said. Because, yeah, sure. But then you come to this week and he's getting. Well, here's the thing. Kevin Owens made a joke about 
Jay getting coffee for Roman. He wasn't literally, but philosophically, the guy is fetching Roman Reigns' coffee. Like that was that was the premise of this episode. He has to go through Paul Heyman to to arrange interviews. Yes, yes. Um, So like in the ring, they're booking Jay Uso to be legit, really strong, really strong, which is great. But yeah, the backstage stuff where Jay has to do permission to basically do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of, you know, drops a below main event guy. It's it's an odd it's an odd dichotomy, and I'm I'm curious how they're going to approach it because they have booked him very very strong, but they're never going to book him to the point like the the. I will say this with this turn with this development with Roman Reigns, it's one thing to say fall in line, it's another thing to say clear your interviews through me or Paul. Roman Reigns is building up that I want to see Roman get his ass kicked heat all of a sudden. With me, anyways. As a fan, I'm like, oh, man, no. You're telling your cousin to go through Paul Heyman to do things? You're you're chastising a guy for trying to, get his, trying to tell his story? I love it. I think it's great. It makes me want to see Roman get his ass kicked, which mm-hmm. is the point of it. Exactly. Um, it's not, I don't, this guy's getting shoved down my throat. I want to see him gone. It's... Oh, I like him on screen, and I really want to see him get his ass kicked. That's that's what's what you want from a bad guy, definitely. Um, but knowing that it's never that it's not going to be Jay, it might be Jay that masterminds the demise of Roman Reigns. It's not going to be Jay that 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 kicks his ass though. Obviously not. No, and I, I you know part of this is is I wonder too if Roman even through Heyman is taking such a personal interest in Jay's success in the ring. Is this a situation where Jay has to earn essentially at this point, the right to make his own decisions. Mm-hmm. Like it show that you understand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the headbutt at the end of the main event, for example, that's Jay understanding, uh, uh unleashing a le- level of viciousness that he hasn't tapped before. Again, Jay showing he understands what he needs to do, how he needs to comport himself. Uh, 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 you know, to a point where Roman's like, "All right, you understand. You know, I can relax on some of my uh, 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 restrictions now because you get it. I know when you do an interview, you're not going to run your mouth and say something you shouldn't say. Because I'm yeah. guessing that's kind of what it is. A, it's a power play. It's definitely Roman. Like, hey, no, this is a pecking order. I'm on top, and you're down here. But also, I'm sure it's a situation where like, it's messaging, not just you can't or can't do it. It's you can do it, but you need to know the right things to say." It's uh, Roman is Keith Rainier and uh, uh, he's running Nixium is what's going on here. Oh my goodness! And and nobody's got more heel heat than Keith Rainier. Got a lot. You want to see that guy get his ass kicked? Yeah, he's probably getting that that every day now in prison. That that dude's got a ton of heat. (laughs) He's got a lot of heat. No, I I I like everything you're saying. Um, It's just the fact that you know that Jay's not going to ever beat Roman for that title just because it's Roman Reigns. But if if they can build him to the point where, so I, th- I think it might be more interesting where he gets intoxicated with what comes with understanding with sitting at the table with Roman, that he's into it, he's all into it, and so rather than Jay and probably Jimmy masterminding Roman's comeuppance, they're part of the comeuppance itself. If that makes sense. Gotcha. No, it because it was obvious that Jay was happy having the validation tonight at the end of the show, mm-hmm. having bought in to uh, to Roman's version of Nixium. So anyways, uh, this interview is great. They show a video package of the whole stuff with him and Roman. Oh, even before that, there's a, the bit where 
let's get to the the coffee bit real quick. Oh, sorry, so, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I totally skipped that. So Jay's getting some coffee. Kevin Owens walks up to him. They kind of say hi, how you doing? You know, very friendly and such. Uh, you wouldn't know that Jay Uso beat the hell out of Daniel Bryan last week. So uh, Kevin Owens like makes a joke, says, "Oh, you get rum with coffee now, huh?" And then Jay's like, "Well, you think my family is a joke?" <laughs> and Owens like, "No, I was joking with you. You know, I just want to check in with you. Uh, we're gonna be partners at Survivor Series." My track record make, there is not very good. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll make sure you're okay. I, he says, "I advise you switch to, to decaf." <laughs> switch to switch, switch to decaf, and of course, what does he pick out of the the, the fruit basket? He gets a banana. A banana. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, yeah. So then uh, we get a Jay Uso interview. Kayla is talking some shit to this guy. So they do a video package of Roman Reigns, and she asks him about you know the Daniel Bryan stuff last week, and he says, "Hey, look, I had to do what I had to do." Daniel Bryan's not family. He's not in the family. I do what I do for my family. He said, I consider Daniel Bryan a friend. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what does Kayla say? You, your, your notes are a bit more extensive. What, is she, what does she actually say? Um, I just say, I just have here, Kayla gives him some shit about falling in line. She's like, oh, family, is that why you fell in line or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and, and then he says, like, oh, you're throwing more shade, huh? Mm-hmm. And that's when, that's when Heyman rolls in and says, uh, did, uh, author, did Reigns authorize you to do this interview? And Jay goes, no, I'm just, I just, I was just doing an interview. Like it's just a matter of course when you're backstage at WWE, you walk by, oh, interview, do it. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it felt like there's nothing premeditated on Jay's part about this. Just, it was mm-hmm. just an interview. Mm-hmm. And then, he well, said, he oh, asked, he, I think Heyman asked Kayla, did, uh, did Roman Reigns give authorization to give this interview? Yeah, he did. And he she did. was like, uh, and he says, rhetorical question. No, yes. he didn't. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, and then, yeah, and then uh, uh, Jay is like, what, "What's going on? Why do I have? Why do I need uh, permission to do this?" And uh, and then uh, Heyman's like, uh, "He's like, well, let me talk to let me talk to Roman then." And he's like, "I'll see if Roman's available." He's like, "No, let's go get Roman." And he's like, "We'll see if he's available." And then uh, Kayla and it, says, "Looks like Heyman has a better spot in the family than you." Yeah, <laughs> and he says, "Still throwing shade, huh, Kayla?" That's pretty great. <laughs> uh, not so great. Next, we have Ray, and uh, in, in, in not in his ring gear. He's on the phone. He's looking for his daughter. And Dom rolls up. He's like, "Dad, your match is next. Get your gear, man. Your your a match mess. is next." A mess. And Ray is like saying, "Where's your sister? Have you seen Have you seen Aaliyah? Where's your sister?" And Dom's like, "No, but your match is next." So he tries calling her again. He asks Ray to uh, he asks Dom to get his his ring gear for him. Dom leaves, and then Baron lays out Ray from behind. Dom chases him off. I don't know why. Uh, Baron run away from Dominic, but anyways, um, right after that, we had a uh, uh, Heyman and Jay outside of Roman's locker room, and Paul's like, "Hey, I respect everything you're trying to do, but you got to run all your interviews by Roman." <laughs> and so Jay says, "I want to talk to to Roman now." And Paul says, "Well, I'll bring Roman to Jay when Roman is ready." So Roman goes in the locker room, brings Roman out, um, and he's like, "Why were you doing an interview? There's a chain of command. <laughs> if you want to do if you want to do an interview, talk to me. If you can't find me, talk to Paul." Yeah. What is what? Hey, let me ask you something. Roman seems so put out by everything in this everything. segment. Everything, <laughs> everything, right? everything. Just yeah, period. everything. Full stop. He, he's put up by everything. What the hell else is he actually doing? He's not doing. We've seen cameras in his suite. He just sits there staring at the plates of food. Yeah, he's and doing pushing anything. them away. He's planning. He's strategizing, Steve. He ain't doing shit. He's playing uh, 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 solitaire on his phone. Maybe maybe he's playing words with friends. Uh, <laughs> so Roman wants to know the deal with Kevin Owens. And Jay said, oh, he was just making jokes. And Roman says, no, nah, that sounds like disrespect. And if someone disrespects 
Jay disrespects Roman. He's disrespecting the whole bloodline. Uh, someone like Kevin Owens running their mouth about their family. Uh, is Jay going to let that slide? And Jay's like, no, I'll handle it. Um, and then he leaves. So Roman asks Paul if you do about the interview. And Heyman says, I found out about it while it was happening. And then Roman <laughs> gives him the business. You're yeah. supposed to know everything around here. and So I don't have to deal with anything, basically, is what Roman said. Yeah. He says, go get Adam Pierce. Uh, we're going to handle this Kevin Owens problem. Yeah. And it was announced shortly thereafter, Jay Uso versus Kevin Owens, the main event. Oh, wow. Mark Meadows tested positive for Kona, dude, for a Corona. Who has? Mark Meadows. <laughs> Anyways, Not after that. that surprising. One. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> after that, we had uh, Rey Mysterio versus Baron Corbin. Man, I was, I was literally rooting for Baron in this match. Because I can't stand Rey Mysterio, and honestly, it's the way he's written. It's just it's the writing in this, and uh, I I guess it's how I'm supposed. To, I, are we supposed to, as as fans? Like I think this writing is just it's just the writing. I don't think they want us to root for anybody necessarily, but to sympathize with Aaliyah. But like, are Rey and Dom supposed to be faces? Yeah, right. They are. They're supposed to be one heel in this whole thing, and that's Seth Rollins. Are we supposed to sympathize with Ray and Dom at all? Or is this just supposed to be a family drama and we're along for the ride? I think, I think that's probably I think, what it I, is. Yeah, I, I can't stand Ray Mysterio at this point. And Dom and his dumb face, he's so annoyed. That whole sequence during the match where the camera kept on going to Dom. And I'll be honest, I actually kind of, the, the, the cuts were a bit much. But, like, they kept on going back from Dom and his face looking at Baron, looking at Seth, looking at Baron, looking Here's at Seth. That's a performance issue because it's like if someone said, all right, Dom, this is what you need to do. When Seth comes to the ramp, you need to keep looking at the ring to make mm-hmm. sure your dad's okay. But, you know, Seth's out there because he's a threat. And he's like, so what am I supposed to do? Just do this. And that's just all he did. Like, in terms of performance, yeah. you know, there's as, a, as an actor, you're supposed to have motivation. You're supposed to internalize that motivation and bring that out. By your I actions. don't know that he's got the. I, I'm pretty sure they gave him some motivation to go out there and 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 be. I mean, all you have to say is, no, okay. what I just said is the motivation. Yeah, got to worry about your dad getting beat up and you got to worry about Seth. Yeah, down right, and right. Ball. But that's one thing to hear about the motivation. That's another thing to internalize it and make it seem genuine. That's the point. He needs. He. I think the thing is, he just comes off as too bland. He needs something. You know, honestly, this is and this might sound seasoning, man. That's what he needs. No, this might sound stupid. This might sound really stupid. And it's an aesthetic thing. Grow your damn hair out. Because if you've got hair coming down here and you're doing this, no, I'll I'll, I swear to God, sometimes visual cues matter. Sometimes the aesthetics makes a difference. If performance still is not good, you're hiding bad performance with hair. It's It's not that his performance isn't isn't it's not it's good. Just, there's not a lot going on there because it's not. It's, there's the, the performance is bad. Like in terms of the acting, it's not good. That's the point. He needs some. He needs some visual character. At needs, least I mean, I'm, look, I'm telling I, you, he's he, not. Gonna, we're not going to get it. He's not going to give it a good performance. But at least something will help hide it. Okay, I'm saying, but if you want to help him in the performance aspect of things, he needs experience. He needs repetitions. And I don't know if being on SmackDown is necessarily the the the, the, the forum, the platform to, for him to get these repetitions. Sam to NXT. There's got to be some acting classes in uh, in Orlando. I'm sure there is at the Porn Center. I'm sure that I wouldn't be surprised. That's part of probably part of oh, uh, uh, like promo real class. acting classes. Some real acting class. Like I'm Dolph sure Ziggler. Remember Dolph Ziggler took some acting classes. Yeah, I'm sure there's community now. theater in Orlando. I'm percent sure there's some sort of theater company in Orlando he can go and enroll in classes. 
Uh, Shane's birthday tweet says, Ray is bringing Dom down, in my opinion. I think they're bringing each other down. So I think I think Dom is probably ahead of the curve, ahead of where you expect him to be in terms of the in-ring stuff. He's sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's only That's only about half of what a pro wrestler's job is, though. You in know? his role? He, like, since he got to SmackDown, has he wrestled? No. Not that I recall. In his role, right now, he is only actor. I, I'm an actor. Um, and it's just not a strength. And it's, and it's a, a, a glaring weakness. So in a story that's pretty ridiculous, but yeah, that's, that is, is is seemingly seventy five percent outer ring, uh, backstage stuff, promos and whatnot. This was a really long match. Yeah, um, it felt longer than it was. It was very dull. Uh, there was one cool bit where Corbin <laughs> did that like backbreaker over his shoulder. Yeah, that was cool. Um, <laughs> Seth was Rollins very tall. <laughs> Seth Rollins comes out at you one point. You know dude telling me the other day that you wanted Seth and Ray in the same Survivor Series team. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm actually fine with that because Seth Rollins was cracking me up tonight when he had the match with Otis. It was such a weird like juxtaposition of of of, style, of emotions going on there. It was pretty yeah, fun, like to that, see Seth would chop Otis and Otis would start getting erect. You know, it was yeah. weird. Well, it's also those things where I'm sure it was like a situation where whether it was told to Seth or Seth feeling this way, you know, you're gonna win, but go out there and make the, make this kid look good, make you him know? look like he can kill you. Exactly, because Seth is out there bumping and selling. For but him. he's like a giant weird sex machine that can <laughs> kill much. people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, virtually. So, anyways, yeah, this match wasn't all that great. I was kind of just distracted by Rey Mysterio wrestling in his in his 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 like casual gear. He had his Yeezys on. I couldn't not pay attention to the Yeezys. Those are expensive shoes. So I'm guessing what, they don't offer a whole lot of support. What was the only reason he was wrestling in his civilians is because uh, Baron Corbin attacked him earlier? He, no, he was changed? so he was so obsessed with finding Aaliyah. That oh, apparently, oh, he oh, forgot oh. he had a match. Okay, yeah, that's why Dom ran up and said, "Dad, you got a match like now." Yeah. And then after Baron attacked him, I guess at that juncture, he had no time to quickly change to his ring gear. So Rey Mysterio and Yeezys it was. So after about three hours of Baron Corbin very slowly <laughs> ripping apart Rey Mysterio. Methodical, Dom- work, working his lower back, yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, including a, a pretty cool like over-the-shoulder backbreaker thing. That was neat. Yeah, that was cool. Had he done that before? No, I don't. I don't generally pay attention to Baron Corbin matches. Like no, I think that's one of those moves you got to do on a smaller, a smaller dude. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but he like was. That. It felt like for the most part he had no problem just kind of throwing Rey Mysterio around the ring. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, finally at some point, Ray comes alive, jumps over the top rope to hit Corbin down on the on the ground or on the floor. Uh, Ray checks on Dom, who Seth. I'm sorry, no. Ray hits a six six one nine. Uh, Seth attacked, attacks Dom. Uh, Ray. Uh, uh, comes down or comes out. Uh, Aaliyah comes down with Buddy, who's sporting some red pants and like the tightest shirt you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, those were cool Ray- pants. I like those pants. That's about the color of my my party uh, corduroy pants. Mm-hmm, yeah, Ray, uh, completely distracted by everything that's going in, oh. going on, gets back in after like twenty seconds for Baron Corbin to recover from the six one nine and uh, eats uh, a flatliner. Uh, for three, uh, so yeah, that would that match happened. Yeah, it did. 
After that, another match happened. Triple threat match. Winner gets a spot on Women's Survivor Series team for SmackDown. Uh, they kept this, like, actually really short. This is really short. This is, what, five minutes maybe? Yeah, this was short. Ruby's haircut was short. Commentary was selling that this is a fresh start for Ruby. So the Riot Squad got drafted to SmackDown, but they're mm-hmm. no longer the Riot Squad. Uh, it's just Ruby Riot, I think. Liv Morgan tweeted out a picture of her application for a real estate training. I don't know if that means she's... I think she also has like some sort of show happening or like there's like a documentary like called Live Forever, I think, hmm. on the network that she tweeted out as well. But commentary was selling that this is a clean slate for Ruby Riot, so I think she's just a singles person. Well, she now. and she still had the pants that said "Live to Riot" on them. She had the um, Liv to Riot, and it's still. I mean, you know, it takes a while to get new ring gear, so if that's all yeah, she maybe had, that's, all that's she just had. that's what she had. And it, here's the thing: it's WWE, so you show up. Am I still going to be in a tag team? Am I not going to be a tag team? Who knows? You know what I mean? But commentary seemed to be selling that, anyways. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this was uh, like you said for the Survivor Series spot. Uh, and uh, they did the thing again where Natalia locks on the sharpshooter, but apparently she's got to get some of those glasses where it's got like the... the oh, like when you go bicycling. Yeah, it's got, what do you call the, those things? The little mirrors on rear the side. View, like, rear view mirrors yeah. on the side. Because again, just like last week when Billy Kay did it, uh, uh, Ruby Riot goes down and locks in like a chokehold on Zelina, and then as soon as Natalia lets go of the sharpshooter to see what's going on back there, Zelina starts tapping out. Ruby Riot wins the match. She's on team Survivor Series. Yeah. Uh, so that makes Bianca and Ruby. Correct. Uh, meanwhile, over on Team Raw, it's you've all, got, it's got everybody. You got Nia, two Shayna. dominators in Nia and, and Shayna. And you got Mandy and Dana, and then you got Lana. Yeah. Team Raw really should sweep. Well, Bianca Belair's the, the, the team matches. But I mean, okay, sweep. I thought you meant that Team Raw should sweep the women's match, and that they no one gets eliminated from their team. So Team Raw men's should sweep. This yes, Bianca. I would yeah, Bianca needs to have at least. It should come down to like five people versus Bianca. Because you know it's going to end up being Natalia. Like she's going to get the last spot or something. I know she's been in both qualifying matches so far, so she's mm-hmm. probably so all qualifying matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, unless Bailey's on this team, maybe that'll give SmackDown. Uh, but again, Bailey's thing right now maybe is just to lose a lot. So maybe she'll end up, you know, uh, uh, losing the, the Smack, or just walking out on the team. I wouldn't be surprised. The men's that team. My God, Raw is maybe like the best survivor series team in this is a, it's a stacked team and then over on smackdown you've got it's terrible well it's kevin owens kevin owens is good dude that guy he loses a lot these days well i don't know if that's necessarily true he's just not consequential anymore i want him that's to get true. back to that now all he does oh, obviously character wise all he does is lament about the days where he like was happy which was when he was a bad guy he says you know you know I used to do things in my career. I was I was not pleasant, but I'm trying to do things a new way, and it's not working. No, it's not working. He's, he's taking a lot of L's. Yeah. Uh, so next we have uh, Big E playing Trivial Pursuit backstage. This was great. He was he was betting. They were playing him and and probably one of the writers mm-hmm. playing Trivial Pursuit for money. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> what it was, was his? He had like an answer. I forget what it was. Oh, I can't remember what it was either. Yeah, it was funny though. He was pretty happy about it. Anyway, Street Profits they roll in. 
uh, they're doing a Biggie Rocks chant uh, and asks if he wants to kick it the Champions Lounge. E says, sure. And Dawkins says, yeah, we could talk about a few things, including Survivor Series. And Biggie says, oh, you want the scoop on Kofi and Woods, huh? So they huddle up. And he tells them that if, uh, tell Street Profits, if I heard this right, if you lay down the ring, Kofi and Woods won't beat you up too bad. And there's a bit of awkward silence. And then they all start laughing and like shadow boxing or something like it that. Starts, it starts getting sur- like surreal levels of laughter and it's hilarious. And then my favorite person in the world, Billy Kay, shows up and she's laughing because Biggie sort of laughs away. She laughs into frame. They stop and, laughing. And Biggie had like a, a, a sweater with like leather face on it or something. It was like a Christmas sweater, but with leather face. On yeah. It. it was great. Yeah, it yep. was it was awesome. So she rolls in mm-hmm. and she tries to give them her resume slash headshot and says, hey, if you guys want a scoop about the raw roster, take a look at my resume. I was on the raw roster. And, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Wait a second, Billy. We were on the raw roster at the same time. That was pretty great. Yeah, I loved it. It was great. Pretty great. Pretty great. Uh, After that, pretty great. Uh, yeah, pretty great Steve, is Otis. Otis versus Steve Seth Rollins. Otis versus <laughs> Seth Rollins. Uh, that's pretty much played out how you thought. Otis overpowering Seth. Seth just throwing himself around the ring, bumping for Otis, trying to make him look good. Hits some chops. Otis starts hulking out. Uh, Otis uh, strings together some offense. Uh, runs to a boot from Seth. Seth leaps off second rope. Otis catches him, hits a fallaway slam, sets up for Caterpillar. Uh, Buddy had come down to ringside. Um, he steps up on the apron and is distracted Otis, staring at him. And then Buddy stares at Seth. And then Otis charges Buddy. Buddy gets off the apron. Seth then hits Otis with a super kick and a stomp for the win. And then Buddy just walks up the ramp while Seth is kind of beside himself trying to work in his head what just happened there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we're backstage, and Seth is like, Murphy, tell me I, I I saw what I saw. Tell me that this is what I think it is. And then Murphy very calmly says, points to Seth and says, Messiah, disciple. And he's like, oh, say it again, say it again. I'm so happy. Messiah, disciple. And he's like, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. We've got so much work to do. And then Seth goes away. He's very happy. And then uh, annoying Aaliyah shows up. And she's like, hey, why would you Start do that? Pushing him. And then he's like, no, you, you need to trust me on this one. And uh, I know what I'm doing. And uh, so, yeah, that's what, what do you think this is going, man? What's going on with this? Well, he's trying to, buddy, he's trying to ingratiate himself with Seth again. And he's going to turn on him. Yeah, right. That's what it seems to be. Unless you can do a double turn where Buddy's ultimately going to turn on the Mysterio family. Yeah, I don't know which one it is. I it'd be kind of cool if he did that because it's I can't stand be, the Mysterio family. It's probably gonna be a situation where Buddy is is like the spy now, mm-hmm. and 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 come Seth and Ray's blow off bout at TLC. Um, he's gonna be in a position where he can help Seth win. Instead, he's gonna help Ray win. Ray finally gives Buddy his blessing, and then happy happily ever after. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. You just wrote that. Good job. Um, uh, now we talk about this. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Last week, last week we had a sit-down interview with a polo shirt-wearing Lars Sullivan. But also the and, background was like the, the 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 second ring set, so it was all kind of brightly lit. Yeah, the background. Yeah, and it was with Corey Graves. So this week, you they went into the settings of of this particular set and they swapped out the cast. 
uh, Corey Graves. They plopped in Michael Cole. They changed the set to no set, so it's just nothing but blackness. And they took off the shirt of Lars Sullivan. Yeah. So, so but like, he, had, he had pants on. It didn't work last week. And so they're like, well, let's just do the same thing, but change the superficiality. Here's what it is. is last week you had issue with the, the polo, if I remember correctly, the polo and maybe the backdrop. At least I saw issues with the backdrop on Twitter. Maybe Vince took the criticism, but didn't mm. take the actual criticism of of what Lars was saying yeah. and how like not very good it was. Yeah. Said, well, let's just doll up the set and and it differently and like have Lars wear something else or how about this no shirt and uh, just do the same thing. That's pretty much what it was. It was like this. It was like this. So you're like a director of a movie on a set. You're watching the scene go down. You're like, man, something's missing here. Let's change things. Let's change things. Uh, Lars, take off your shirt. Well, not first time you're not the first time you've heard that. Uh, and then he's like, uh, let's just lower the lights on the background. You know what, Corey, this isn't working. Cole, bring bring Cole in. Let's take a look at that. Except they actually show both versions. Yeah. It's the same thing. It was the same yeah, story. It's virtually the same story, yeah. And there's like an inherent contradiction to what he says. Basically, the first thing Lars says is, I hate bullies. And then by the end, he says, I love bullying. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like, if if, if it's a situation where like there's a, a degree of self-loathing within himself because he essentially became what he hated, mm-hmm. all right, there might be interesting. But there doesn't seem that, that seem to be that amount of self-reflection in this version of Lars Sullivan. <laughs> or like, I was bullied. Says, they turned me into a bully. I realized I was better bullier than bullies, and so now I like the bully. Yeah, that's I, pretty I, much I, it. I found out that bullying is great um, when you're the bullier. Uh, Jorge D says, are we eventually going to get no clothes, Lars? So, yeah, next week, it's going to be... Uh, he's going to be uh, in his ring gear. He's just going to be in his, his tights. He's going to be in, like, his tidy whities And it's going to be a different interviewer. Uh, I think all the other interviews are all women, so it gets awkward really quickly if you go past that. <laughs> Kayla's sitting there with a booty naked Lars Sullivan. Uh-uh. No. Get so angry with these bullies. But then he learned how to bully, then he loved it. I shouldn't do the list, but that's rude. I, he can't help his speech. I think I, I actually, again, I like Lars Sullivan as a as a character. I think he's interesting. Well, not as a character. What am I getting at? I think as there's a performer. The the uh, his his yeah, I guess so. Just his general look and sound, I find unique. Mm-hmm. But this kind of stuff ain't gonna work. Nope. Not at all. Uh, then we get our main event, Jay Uso versus Kevin Owens. Uh, a fun match. Jay Uso's been putting in some good work of late. Um, uh, shortly into the bout, so uh, Roman and Paul are watching backstage. Pretty quickly into it, Roman motions uh, to Paul. Paul hands the universal title, and, and Paul walks off. Uh, eventually, he shows up in the ringside area. Jay sees him, and that seems to, to light a spark under him because mm-hmm. he was laying in some shots on Kevin Owens saying, Oh, this is how we do it, Paul. This is how we do it now. Um, and uh, it eventually got him the win. So uh, the finish saw Jay escape a pop-up powerbomb. Oh, I could fast forward a little bit because Kevin Owens does hit a pop-up powerbomb. Jay kind of rolls a little bit. Kevin Owens covers, foot on the ropes. Uh, Roman Reigns music hits. So everybody's distracted by that. Ref looks to the ramp. Kevin Owens looks to the ramp. Jay, who's kind of getting up, headbutts Kevin Owens right in the front area, mm-hmm. um, falls with super kick. Splash for the win. Roman never shows. It's just the old, hey, I'm going to play my music trick. Um, so Jay leaves the ring. Roman then does come up to the top of the stage. And then they pose. Roman puts his arm around Jay. 
and then uh, he raises the universal title over his head. Yep, and Jay looks pretty happy to be there. Yeah. To be part of the family. All right, let's yep. get some questions answered here. I have a, 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 a Patreon thread up. James Fletcher says, make a Twitch team to take on Vince for taking all their Twitch accounts and make a team that supports Vince, and what would the story be? A team, a Twitch team, was it be Alistair Black and Zelina Vega, AJ Styles, mm-hmm. um, Cesaro, Xavier uh, Woods, Xavier Woods, yeah. How, well, no. How about this? Xavier Woods would be on the other side. He gets to keep his because he's up, up, down, down, and he's just like, hey, up, up, down, down is owned by the WWE. Just buy in. Just surrender your channels to Vince McMahon. Oh, all, right. all right. And you can be on Up Up Down Down and you'll make even more money. And then well, like put, that would put Cesaro in a bit of a, a bind because he's on up down up, up down down a lot. Exactly. Uh we got a couple subs here. The crowning 09, thank you. Uh Jorge D gets a sub to knee Kyle, uh, as the great Bruce Green would say. Pay it forward, son. Gregory Fiella, uh, do you wish the women's title match was the main event, or did you like it starting out the show? I thought it was fine starting out the show because it had that Carmella thing, and part of me wondered if they were trying to get it in before Biden's remarks because mm-hmm. it was known pretty early today that Biden was supposed to speak during prime time. So maybe that was a thing, but also I think Jay's story is kind of bigger than a rematch for that women's title. Probably. Uh, yeah, probably, probably. If it made a vented, the, the potential might have been there for a title change, but maybe not. Anyways, we got a couple. Uh, EV one four three zero four gifted some subs to oh, Hit and Run twenty two and uh, Rasterling two one five. Thank you so much. Paid forward, Paid Maggie. Forward, absolutely says uh, Sasha and Bailey are so freaking great. That is correct. I man can't argue there. They really that that match is so very creative. And on top of that, you and I are both big fans of Carmella. I'm interested to see. It seems like whoever Sasha and Bailey work with, they make them better. And so I'm in, I'm excited to see who Bailey works with. Look, man, if Bailey ends up leading Team SmackDown, her and Bianca could easily have a feud coming out of that. Bianca's yep. carrying yep. all the way to the team. And and Bailey's maybe bringing it down because she's in a rut right now. Because she's moping. Yeah. And we've seen Carmella in the ring with the right people put on some really good matches. Exactly. So, uh, Dabbing with Dan asked, tonight as a sandwich. It was fine, but there was no point to it. It was fine. It was satisfying. But again, nothing special. So what would that be? It'd be for me that would be like, a, a, like a grilled cheese sandwich, but like instead of a good one on sourdough, it's like Kraft and like a, a American or like a like Wonder Bread. Yeah. So it's like it's fine, but like if I put a little bit more effort into it, it could have been really good. Yeah, I guess it's just your any sandwich you kind of make yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like this is fine. This this will do the job, but it could have been better. Yeah. Uh, Ev one four three zero four another gift to sub pay it forward. Um. Rich asks, uh, Survivor Series this year is supposed to be the final farewell of The Undertaker. He says, is it going to be a whole celebration, a long promo, in kayfabe, or Mark? What do you think is going to go down for his farewell? We actually talked about this on News Brief today. Um, I think it's going to be, they will probably have interspersed throughout the Survivor Series. They'll have moments in Taker history, the first of which, of course, will be, you got me, brother. You got me, brother. 
Yeah, I would like and to see some. He'll do a promo. I would like. You remember that time where the Undertaker went to the Cleveland Cavaliers game and was standing outside yeah. the locker room in full gear? I yeah. want that to happen backstage, where he's walking around uh, uh, backstage in his Undertaker getup, and people come and pay their respects to him. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like half Undertaker, half Mark Calloway, That's and then good. his promo. They have the pageantry, the spectacle of the Undertaker. He starts off as Undertaker. I don't know if he saw the kayfabe. He would maybe he wouldn't break a kayfabe in the ring, uh, but maybe by the end of it, he's he's just he's just old Mark, mm-hmm. and he's he's sending his thanks to the WWE universe. Uh, Lachito seven ten with the sub. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in kayfabe, Alex Foster in kayfabe. If Raw and SmackDown are different feuding shows, why is Adam Pearce in charge of both? I think that the rosters can feud, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I do think that there should be. Uh, I don't know. I mean, because they're not interested in re- in really doing brand versus brand. There should be a, two separate GMs, but it is what it is. Uh, Scrap Iron's great, so it's fine. Yeah, uh, Tony V says Bailey you need to start t- talking like Alex C. <laughs> oh my goodness I've got to be on Team Smackdown that's a good idea from White Brownie debut Mercedes Martinez as Bailey's muscle did you read the fightful thing of her how she like just said she didn't want to be in Revel- in uh, retribution retropoption so she was like oh, I don't want to do this and they're like okay I wonder if she's going to be on TV again yeah who knows uh, but good for her. She's like, I've been in this business too long. I know shit when I see it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Blake Whitehouse should Sami Zayn drop the IC title to Taker just to give him one title he's never had, even if Undertaker vacates? Hell no. The Undertaker no. is he was WWE champion from the day he stepped foot in the company. He is not getting that. He does not need that IC title. No, that's not going to do anything about his legacy. Tony V, what if Bailey turns into Neville when he lost the cruiserweight title? That's what it should. She should get like really upset, super mopey. That'd be great. That'd be rad. I like that. Uh, Dex guns. Sasha starts winning pay per views and, and, and over time becomes cocky. Uh, yeah, that, I mean that's 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 a good way to turn. I've cleared out the division. Um, yeah. Oh, lizard man, great question. How would you redeem Baron Corbin? And make them less annoying and more watchable. You got to get rid of that king gimmick. It's weighing yep. him down. Yep. Man, you know, I know it wasn't your ideal Baron, but the old metal type Baron with, and I know I, I, he'd probably never want to grow that hair back, but man, I thought that that get up, I thought that was cool looking stuff, man. Yeah, I really do. Back then too. He had a good theme song. Yeah, God, just ditch the king stuff. Give him something yeah, else. That's ninety nine percent of it. Get rid of the king stuff. Yeah, it's just, it's, too it's weighing the guy down. And his even man. I mean, that's the thing about his outfit. The way it used to be, it was kind of Mad Max ish, but and it worked for his body type because it's not like he's big cut Jack guy, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to be. But no. like, where like Kevin Owens wears a tire. That makes him look cool. It fits him. It makes him look cool, you know? Corbin used to do the same. And even when he he wore... When he's he's wearing the suit. Even when he was wearing the waiter stuff, like, I wasn't a huge fan of that, but I'm like, okay, he doesn't look dumb in it. I can't stand his outfit now. It looks so... It looks bad. Here's an idea. You know, we know that Baron is quite the grill master. He knows how to cook the meat. Tag team with Otis. Oh, dog. Whatever happened to Chelsea Green is she stuck in limbo. 
Yeah, she is. She is. She was, Yeah, she got called up and not, not called back down. Um, here's what I'd like to see happen. You know what should have happened? How about this? This is good. Aaliyah and Murphy break up because he turns on somebody or something. Who cares? Baron is her rebound. So then okay. Baron and Ray have to deal with each other where Ray's like, you know what? I got into hot water with her before because I wouldn't accept Murphy. I'm going to accept Baron. And Crap then falls in Sue. Yes. Yes. It's like meet the fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dylan says, hey, Steve, uh, you forgot to open the parcels. I sent you for the NXT recap. Can you do it now so you don't forget? Do you have those handy? No, they're on my car. I got oh, right. I'd have to go out to my car and get them. I will Sorry, do, totally Dylan. do it next week. I, I promise. Absolutely. Sorry, Dylan. Um. Moses supposes. Let's assume Ray Rollins' feud goes until the Rumble. Oh God! What do you do to make you int- What What could they do to make you interested or excited for the feud? Nothing. Nothing. I don't think there's well, anything. Unless you get Baron Corbin in as like a side thing for Ray and Aaliyah to deal with. Uh, oops, sorry. Says anyone else think Dom was going to take Ray's spot? That's a possibility. Maybe. That's a possibility. I honestly uh, thought Otis was going to win tonight once I saw that Ray lost. Yeah, I did too, actually. Dang MQ, so would Corbin keep his gimmick if they crowned a new King of the Ring winner? No, he shouldn't keep the gimmick, period. Full stop. He, here's the thing. He probably would because they just never have it. He's, I mean, that dude, honestly, that's the kind of thing where he needs to speak up and be like, hey, can I get something new? Can we, can we be done with this? And I understand for wrestlers it's probably easier – you probably feel more secure by saying, "Hey, this is what I've gone with for this long. This is what I'm. This is what I'm. This it's what I've got." He's a good performer, man. He's a good wrestler. He's a fun wrestler to watch. Um, I think his his uh, on the mic stuff was really picking up steam. Um, he needs something new because I think that he's a lot of talent that's just sitting around doing nothing. Uh, broken wheelchair. What was the point of Otis going after Buddy when he was out there to screw with with uh, with Seth? Yeah, that's a good point. If Otis, yeah. well, I think that the thing is Otis is stupid. He's he's written as a stupid person, and so you know I don't expect him to have been watching the show these past few weeks to understand that Seth and Buddy are on the outs. So. Buddy gets up on the apron. If you're smart, you go back up, see how this plays out. So you two work this all. You guys figure this out. Ref, you're going to do something or no. But Otis, you know, thinking with whatever he has up there, and he goes after the guy. Idiot. O-Dog just announced the second chance triple threat for the final spot Survivor Series for Team Raw. Hardy versus Elias versus Matthew Riddle. Sorry, Riddle. He's just Riddle now. Just Riddle now. Um, well, I guess I guess Riddle's going to be on the Survivor Series team. Wait, what? It's Hardy versus Elias versus Riddle. Hardy and Elias cancel each other out. They're in the midst of the feud. Riddle takes an op- get takes an opportunity. Oh, that's the gains. thing now. Okay. Yeah, so it's just announced. Second chance, triple threat, final spot, team Survivor Series. Oh yeah, it's going to be Riddle. He just got a name change. Of course, it's going to be him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's wow. gonna be all serious now. That's gonna be weird. Yeah, that's gonna be weird. 
Um, Ali B, how long before Kevin Owens turns on Daniel Bryan? He says he gives it to the Rumble. I don't know if they're even like I don't know that they would do a thing with Daniel Bryan. Might be gone for a little while. Uh, Hamish says so. Ray found his gloves, but not his ring gear. He was calling and texting without gloves. Did he have gloves on during the match? I didn't notice. I didn't notice either. I didn't notice. Uh, Chench, did you notice the Survivor Series? All the champion versus champion matches are face versus face or heel versus heel. I guess you get Orton. Mm-hmm. Orton reigns. Reigns. New Day Zane. versus Profits. Zane. Zane. Uh, Lashley. Oscar versus Sasha. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolfpack for life. In kayfabe, do heel commentators actually agree with the heels? Are they the devil's advocate, or are they just awful human beings? Uh. Well, wouldn't the first on one the... and the third one be kind of the same thing? If you're agreeing with bad guys, aren't you just a bad human being? I, I think, guess so. I think that I think it's probably. I think there are some such. Yeah, it depends on the commentator. I feel like some commentators I've noticed have been kind of devil's advocates. Like uh, uh, what's his face, Nigel McGinnis. I feel like was a devil's advocate. Yes. Whereas There's times when Corey Graves is that as well. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. They were cracking up about Otis tonight for some reason. Yeah, I forget, yeah. I forget why, but Michael Cole slipped. He broke character a little bit. He says, "Corey, what's with this dude?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I've never heard Cole say dude before. That's funny." <laughs> Uh, O-Dog says Biggie's answer to win was the Duchess of Cornwall. <laughs> That's good. It's pretty great. Uh, Eddie Brock's Venom. What are your thoughts on Kayla being a real jerk lately and pushing her weight around? I love it. I love it because that's what Mean Gene used to be, and that's what you need yes. to do. Yep. I want the interview- interviewers to have some personality. Absolutely. Uh, Ollie B, is Ray going to be going in Raw Wrestling Dad of the Year? That should be Gosh. a new category, absolutely. That's not a bad idea. That's not a, a bad idea. idea. Night by night, what SmackDown superstar would you invite to join you for a relaxing family ski trip to Aspen, Colorado? I, I'd invite uh, 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 Bianca and Montez. Mm. They're probably a lot of fun to be around. You see their Thriller music video they did? Yes, I saw the stills from it. it that cool. seems like they seem like a lot of fun. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'll say the... uh, I'll say Xavier Woods. He's in the video games. Yeah. Uh, I don't really ski, so I just stay in, in the rental and play video games with Xavier Woods. Man, you gotta you gotta get out and you know try some new stuff, dude. I'm old. I don't need to do that. That was gonna hurt. <laughs> I'm old. I don't need to do that. That's great. Turd the Frigid <laughs> over here on the Discord. <laughs> That's a new name. Uh, who has the most devastating finisher on each brand? <sighs> well, Spear. Probably right now. Or, or Reigns is a guillotine choke. Whatever Reigns is doing as his finish is probably the most powerful because no one's going to kick out of that. <sighs> okay, here's the thing, though. I feel like it'd take more spears than claymores to pin. They said on each brand, on each brand. So I'm the star of a SmackDown. Oh, SmackDown, it's uh, yeah, it's probably the spear, huh? Although usually but, yeah. with his more powered up opponents, it takes him a couple. Somebody asked what I saw said maybe the guillotine choke. Has anybody kicked out of Owen Stunner yet? If anybody did, it would have been Oh, seven. no, sorry. 
freak accident. They're booking the freak accident like the most devastating thing. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Noah's kicking out of a freak accident for like two years. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then over on Raw, it's either the RKO or the Claymore. Drew kicked out of an RKO, didn't he? Has anybody kicked out of a Claymore? Did Randy kick, kick out of a Claymore? I don't remember. I think Edge kicked out of an RKO. kind of feel like they're equally powered. They're pretty powerful. They're both pretty powerful. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Alex Foster, what's a tag finisher you'd like to see come back? He said he'd like to see a powerbomb backstabber combo. I don't know. My favorite tag finisher right now is friggin' Cesaro and Nakamura's the Oh, swing into the Kinshasa. That was that's rad. That is that so is cool. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Uh the 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 Steiners when they did the the Doomsday Bulldog thing. <laughs> People just laying on their head. <laughs> I mean, as far as I know, Buff Bagwell's the only one got hurt from that. Oh man. Uh, uh the- Golden Eagle, so they turned the bully ray character turned down the bully ray character because it'd be the star campaign, but here they are, but they are okay with Lars hating bullies to become one what kind of message WWE is putting out there for the kids man they don't care about that stuff I mean he's a bad guy so yeah he's a bully Dr. Steve Winters do you see an invasion happening this year no, no. You, so apparently where, where did you hear that from do you remember I don't remember it's yeah. some you know this one's information that I ingest but don't remember where it's from Happens all the time. You're I'm just really deep. in the wrong line of work where I should really be sourcing meticulously everything I mentioned. I You've been uh, neck deep in ringside news again? <laughs> no. No. You're like, yeah, I was on a Facebook uh, WWE page and I saw it. <laughs> I just read Twitter this way. It's just uh, osmosis is how you do it. Yeah. That's so it's you. just information, but I don't have, it isn't like only 75% of it sticks and no names. Uh, Oscar, are we going to see more backstage Billy Kay segments where she wants to join a tag team and form an alliance? Yeah, and she's great, and I hope they keep on doing that. She's great. She's outstanding. She's so much fun. You know, you know, uh, she would be so good at commentary. She would be so great at commentary, Billy Kay. Oh, she really would. She would. Ryan Rubik's Cube, given what we learned from him on Total Divas, his Miz Mania feud, who would you rather be at the table with, John Cena or Roman Reigns? Like this current iteration of Roman, I feel like if you're sitting at the table with them, like what you have to ask permission to eat. Yeah, dude. If I get my That's mashed awkward. potatoes, if I get my stuffing, if I get my my dark meat turkey, and I'm like, man, this is hella good. I'm a grown ass man. I'm gonna start eating this. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? Why are you? I'm like, I'm about to shovel some food in my face because I love it. And he's like, I didn't give you permission to do that. I'm like, the fuck. I'm a, I'm 43 years old, man. What are you doing? John Cena, he might have some some interesting rules like but you know, hey, formal dinner Wednesday night, that could be a lot of fun. He's not going to stop me from eating. He'll stew about it. He might look at me weird. He's not going to stop me and then I might not get invited back. But like Roman will make things awkward. I feel Roman will make things awkward in front of the family. Mhm. Hey, mm-hmm. what are you doing? What do you fucking look What does it look like I'm doing? Lacey, come on, we're leaving. <laughs> Get a bag uh, for the food. Dan Daniels the third. Rhea Ripley, Shossie Blackheart, Tony Storm, and Ruby Riot start a band. What's the name of the band? Who's playing what instruments? It's called the New Tony Storm Experience. There you go. Uh I feel like Shotzi's on the drums. Yeah. Uh Rhea's the bass player. Mm-hmm. Shotzi's one of those, she's a drummer and vocals. She's like, like the Don Phil Henley. Collins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yet the band's called the Tony Storm Experience. And I guess that uh, Tony and, and Ruby could both play guitar. Exactly. 
There we go. All right. Anyways, that's gonna that's gonna do it for us. Uh, Twitch, stay tuned for a bit. We'll hang out. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, you'll join us tomorrow for some full gear. All eight hours of their pay per view. God, I hope AEW's learned that. Oh, you're lesson, so man. looking forward to it. Yeah. Anyways, you're licking for your chops. No, thirty minute match after thirty minute match. <laughs> Time limit draw between Young Bucks and FTR. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. Uh, make it like a ten, come on, just a, just at least can we have one ten minute banger, please? <laughs> Anyways, thanks everybody. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson.